Ladies and gentlemen, all rise one final time. Court is back in session. Welcome to the final exciting episode of The Devil's Due. I am your host and sultry-voiced Carl Duty. With me, as always, is, frankly, folks, no joke here, the best dang podcast co-host anyone could ever ask for mr drew celestino ah, yeah final i don't know we, well i mean it's the, it's let's put it this way it's the final courthouse fair the, enough the, but the whole courthouse thing is probably going away and you know we, we know we're know, going you got to a gimmick you got to stick to it we're going to be back at some point we just don't know when or how or what so there's gonna be this for stuff. all into, we already this is like the final issue of a comic book that you know eventually is going to get relaunched sure sure yeah i i swear if you were going to say for all intensive purposes i was going to reach across the, the desk here and slap you but don't be that guy I mean, for all intents and purposes. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, in, well, my, my, my point more is just the uh, yeah, yeah. intents and purposes is the yes. correct phrasing for all you out there with intensive purposes. Uh, I'm sorry, but you're, you're doing <laughs> yeah. it wrong. This is this is not uh, the Grammar Slam podcast, though. This is the devil's due. So anyway. Well, seeing as we are not 100% sure when we're going to be back, we shall treat this one as, you know, last one out, turn out the lights. That's, sure. That's it. That being said, sir... We have ceremony stand on. How was your week? Hmm. How was my week? You know what? Let's see. Did we play games Friday? We no. did not. Uh, for several reasons. I believe you were <coughs> occupado. I had a family thing. You did have a family thing. Jen um, had, uh, we have basically, uh, she was in Cleveland picking up, at last count, 16, 16 puppies to bring up to the rescue. All right. So uh, there are 16 puppies at the rescue right now, and it's it's bananas. It is bananas. They're adorable, as puppies are, you know, want to be. Yep. Um, so what have I been up to? Well, let's see. Um, going back to last Thursday, uh, I went. Well, hang on. Let's go back. Going back to last Wednesday, <laughs> I had to get an ultrasound. Yeah, again, I'll wait. Dude, are you pregnant? Uh, no, thank no. God. <laughs> One's enough. Uh, no, I'm fine. Um, I, I, I got some blood work uh, as part of my routine, you know, checkup yeah, stuff. Yeah. I go to the doctor twice a year just to make sure everything's cool. And he's like, oh, you have elevated liver enzymes. You should get that checked out. So he ordered labs for me. Yep. Um, and, uh, oh, I want you to get an ultrasound, like an abdominal ultrasound. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. That was uh, boring. Like, you lay there, and they put that gel on. Like, I, I felt like yeah. like a pregnant woman. <laughs> it, was, it was weird. Were you glowing? No, I was not glowing. I was bored. I went before work. I was, all, I was still half asleep. And, like, you know, she's just... It took forever, and she's taking... She's, yeah. she's clicking on stuff. I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know what she's doing. They gotta take pictures. Yeah. And then eventually, she, like, she looks at it, and she's like, I don't know. You look fine. <laughs> but they, sometimes they want they want to do these things. I'm like, I'll take you at your word. Yeah, she, to shoot like, it again and again and again and again. I guess. Uh, like, she's not a doctor, but, like, I'll take her word for it if I look okay, right? Yeah. Right? Right? Sure she knows, sure. like, something that's bad. It wasn't like, you're screwed. No. It was, you know, she's like, yeah, you look fine. Like, okay, cool. I guess I'm fine. Um, we'll see. So I got blood work to follow up. But anyway, that was kind of a weird thing that happened last Wednesday. But then Thursday, um, I went to see a very special uh, concert. Um, 
I got to see Devin Townsend uh, solo acoustic, basically. Okay. Um, now I've seen Devin Townsend band several times. Uh, I've seen Strapping Young Lad three times when they were still together. Um, I've opened for Devin Townsend band, and I am, I take a lot of pride in that because he's one of my favorite artists of all time and remains to be. So this was a real uh, special evening, special show. The fact that he was coming through town solo acoustic was very, very uh, unique, and I could not pass it up, even though he was technically an opening act for a, a shtick-laden metal band that just, I we left, and I don't care. So, you know, there's that. Um, it was a weird lineup. It was eclectic, which in a way, you know, I, I sit here and bemoan like that he was an opener and that does kind of stink because like in Europe, he did these solo acoustic tours Yeah, like last month and he was doing 60 to 90 minutes and for this, we got like 45. So whatever, you know, it is what it is. His market is what it is in North America, unfortunately. (laughs) Although I do think he could do, I think he could go it alone and probably do okay, but Maybe he's got data that I don't know about that says otherwise. So anyway, the show was great. Um, Dev was fantastic. Uh, I went with Jen. I went with my dad. I got my dad into this guy some years back, which is hilarious because like, it's just not something that you might expect. But Devin's catalog is so uh, eclectic and weird. And the guy is so stupid talented that like even old people can't deny that the guy's great. <laughs> So we all went. My friend Jason Oberg um, went as well. We um, went to Big Ditch for dinner beforehand, and just had a had a had a cool night out. It was great. had a had a really great time. So if you had to point someone in the direction of Devon Towns, oh my god, um, say start there, dude. That's a big ask because again, his he's really all over the map in terms of what he sounds like. So I guess it's like, what are you looking for? <laughs> um, <clears throat> if you're looking for super heavy and insane, check out Strapping Young Lad, um, preferably the City album or the Alien album, or Devin Townsend Project, the Deconstruction album. Um, those would be like your super heavy, crazy stuff. If you're looking for more accessible, more like poppy, um, hook, hook, hooky stuff big rock big rock metal hooky metal check out the devon townsend project addicted record uh devon townsend band um accelerated evolution record or the synchestra record um and if you're looking for really stripped down mellow chill the key record ki devon townsend project key is where you want to go there it's real uh dark a lot of clean guitar very mellow with moments of you know intensity, but it's mostly pretty uh, laid back. And then if you want the ultimate laid back, check out the Devin Townsend Project Ghosts record, which is like pan flute and acoustic guitar. <laughs> it's pretty nutty. All right. um, and then if you want kind of all of that, plus an orchestra and a choir... Why not? Uh, his new album, Empath, is out. And I would basically say it, that is like the most Devin Devin has ever Devined. So, like, it's everything kind of mashed together. I cannot possibly say start there because it's a lot to take in for even as a fan. I'm, I Even I look at it and go, like, dude, this is uh, – this, this sure is something, Dev. <laughs> <laughs> um so the the albums I mentioned previously are probably better places to uh to start. Um 
But I mean, I love the guy. I love his music. He's a genius, and uh, he's very tongue in cheek. There's a lot of humor involved in all this stuff. So, you know, you get you get you get intensity, you get seriousness, you get a lot of comedy, you get a lot of emotions out of the guy. Sometimes all in one song. So, you know, he's he's very very talented. So anyway, long story short, we had a great time. Uh, the weekend was comprised of. As much as I could do tracking guitars on the Long Cold Dark record, I managed to score a, a pretty lengthy Sunday session. Um, Jen took the boy somewhere, and I just kind of stayed down here for a good six hours and just got recording done on a song or two. I, I saw the the Facebook video posted with the new guitar. Yes, yes. Toy. And it sound, sounds great and everything, but I got to tell you, sir, the, the video is driving me a little nuts. Cause Why? Because you were like off center of the camera. I didn't want to be on camera. It was more about the sound, not the guitar. It still annoyed me. That's fine. You can be annoyed. I just, I'm, I'm, I, it, I was, it, I wasn't showered and, and whatnot. I was still in my pajamas. I had bed head to, you know, I just didn't really feel like being on camera but i was down here i figured no one's home i'm gonna get this clip up just to give people some chunk hear the guitar see what it sounds like so you know i just yeah. cranked it out real quick um so more or less uh that that was kind of my whole weekend um i didn't do a ton besides that that was really my priority i was I'm, and that's going to remain to kind of be my priority is just get this album done it's it's a lot to ask when you have to you know balance life and work yeah. and then creativity down here because um, it's not like <laughs> I can't just piecemeal that together. I mean I, you can, but doing like let's say hour at a time recording isn't not ideal. You really need yeah. blocks of time to to put work in to you get in the zone. You kind of get in a, in a groove and you start you get your workflow going. And if you have to like stop, it it just it's frustrating because you want to keep you want to finish what you started, so um, it's tough. But it will get done. It's just going to take longer than I thought it was going to take initially. So, well, I mean, say la vie. You'll have an extra night a week now, open, free, available. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> uh, that again, a lot of my a lot of my time is filled up now, especially now that the boy is mobile. So, yes. <laughs> um, am I forgetting something? I'm not forgetting anything for the week that was, um, but we do have uh, an event on Saturday that I hope you can still make. So that's coming up. That would be a- oh, yeah, AEW yeah. yeah, or double I'll be there. or nothing. Okay, I'll cool. Be there. Very cool. good. Wrestling. Wrestling. I saw on Twitter today, I guess people were upset at a new belt that WWE came out with. <laughs> oh, Carl. <laughs> WWE. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go into meme territory here. Okay. You know the aliens guy? Yeah. I'm, do, I'm doing the hand gesture right now. <laughs> okay. Aliens. You heard, if you, if you can hear me and you know hand gesture, aliens, you know the guy I'm talking about. You can see it in your head right now. Yeah. Okay. Take aliens off that meme. Yeah. WWE. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's. It, it's a fever dream of a 73-year-old man. That's what it is. I saw a picture of the belt. Oh, the belt is terrible. It's ugly looking. And on top of that, like, like the, record. the concept is dumb. I mean, it's not... Okay, I take it back. The concept is not necessarily dumb. It's a 24-7 championship. Yeah. Remember back in the day? The hardcore, the hardcore championship. Cha- right. Yeah. But the That's hardcore like championship... Back when I watched. You, but it was, eight, you know, air quotes, hardcore, so you could have, like... 
you know, you beat guys up with trash cans and yeah, yeah. stop signs and blood and chair. You know, the kendo stick. It was the hardcore title, and it was yeah. defended twenty four seven. You can't do that stuff anymore, at least not in gratuitous amounts, right? So they right. can't, and they're not certainly not going to call it the hardcore championship. So all it, it's just a, it's just a thing to fill time on a on a show for the guys who they aren't doing anything with anyway, so they they can chase around a, a, a joke title. It just makes the geeks on the show look even geekier. So right. I, I feel bad for them. Um, the internet has taken to calling it the softcore title, and I like <laughs> I like I like that better. Um, I will say. It's it's funny because if they really wanted to go full tilt insane with it, they could because the hardcore title obviously was a thing. Then a company in Japan called DDT, which is where Kenny Omega got his start, um, they have what they have to this day what they call the DDT Heavy Metal Weight Title, and it is a it's a comedy belt. It's defended twenty four seven. It has had over three hundred holders. Including a stationary ladder, a cat, a dog. Vince McMahon's star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame was <laughs> it was the DDT Heavy Metalweight Champion briefly. Okay. Um, and actual wrestlers. Joey Ryan has won it. Uh, Shayna Baszler has won it. Like it's you know, it's a real it's a title, but it's it's a joke title. Yeah. But they treat it like a joke title, and it's often amusing to see how it can change hands. Especially like when a blow up doll, for instance, wins the title. How does that? Ha- how does that happen? Well, they they embrace the insanity and just that's what happens. I don't see WWE being that that far inside on the joke, yeah, or embracing the that kind of like madcap insanity. So um, it's gonna it's gonna stink out loud, and it did last night. And I feel right. you know, I feel bad for I feel bad for poor Mick Foley because every time they drag that guy out to do something, it's like not good. <laughs> But Mick got to eat, so got to eat. I, I feel bad for him because Mick's a sweet guy, but and the guy's given so much of his health to the business that it's it's a shame that he has to go back there and do this. Yeah. But anyway, AEW Double or Nothing Saturday, seven p.m. is the pre-show. Eight p.m. is the actual pay-per-view start time. Uh, I'm excited about it. It's AEW's first show. And um, card is pretty great. Not gonna lie, Kenny Omega is gonna be there. Chris Jericho is gonna be there. Cody, the Young Bucks, the Lucha Brothers, kind of gone in Phoenix. That is, um, yeah, man. I'm excited. Let's see what AEW's got, and we'll see what it's all about. Cool. So yeah, that's uh, my long-winded spiel of the week. How was your week? You sound terrible. How was your week? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, everybody always gets on me for preferring winter. Over the non-winter months. Yes, that's insane. I'll tell you something, Drew. Although you're in the right town for it. <laughs> the Winter does not do this to me. Winter doesn't have pollen. Ah. Seasonal allergies. Stupid freaking pollen. Microscopic douchebags floating around in the air. Getting all up in my mix. Although it does give me the sultry Carl voice. <laughs> Sultry. Oh, you yeah, you, you got you got you got kind of a uh, the radio broadcaster voice going on right now. Late night. <laughs> oh, it's a late. It's the late night show. <laughs> the, the night fox, Carl Duty. The night fox. Ooh. <laughs> oh man, getting steamy. <laughs> Danger is my middle name. So tune the dial and sit back to the slow jams coming out. 
All right. Family, uh, family friendly. Show. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. Um, Saturday X-Wing tournament at Iron Buffalo. I ran it. It was the second tournament I ran. It looks like I'm going to be running them for the summer. Ah. Because guy in our community, James, he normally runs them, have, has typically Saturdays are pretty booked during summer. He's a, he's a big disc golf guy. I hear disc golf is a lot of fun. Uh, I, I Some of, some of my, my friends play it frequently. Yeah. They're, they're all in on it. So like they're they're all in. So yeah, this one uh, we had enough players show up that I didn't have to sit this one out. So I did play in it. Came in fourth place. Uh, was a little too aggressive with my build at times and kind of forgot what the build should be doing. And yeah, Anakin Skywalker. I used him. Uh, you see, you see, there's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you try spinning? That's a neat trick. <laughs> funny thing is <laughs> you the, did uh, <laughs> no no oh the, well no i did barrel roll punch times but the they're coming out with the the naboo starfighter hmm. in the next wave okay and anakin skywalker is one of the pilots and it's cool because like he's like a it's cool are you sure no the way they did it <laughs> The way they did it is cool because, like, in the Jedi Starfighter, yes. he's, like, a pilot initiative six, which is the highest initiative. He has three force points to spend, which no one has more than that. Um, but then the one in the Naboo Starfighter, because obviously it's when he was a kid, he's a pilot initiative four, and he only has one force point to spend. And his pilot ability is before you activate, you can spend a force point to do a barrel roll. And then if you want, after you execute your maneuver, you can do another barrel roll, which typically you cannot do. Okay. Is the, is the barrel roll strategically good? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Situationally dependent. Gotcha. But yes. So you um, can literally try spinning because it's a neat trick. It is a neat trick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was fun. No, I, actually, I've been I've been playing the the Galactic Republic faction a lot and the ships are a lot of fun to use. I really like them. And I've always liked the ship design from the prequels, even though the films themselves aren't of the highest quality. The ship design was pretty cool. People, designers and model makers got paid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy for them. Um, <laughs> I think that was pretty much it. We had a family thing Friday night for my brother-in-law's birthday. Happy birthday, John. He is 50. Um, that was Friday night. Saturday was a tournament. Sunday just kind of, I think it just kind of chilled out. Sunday, hanging around with the boy. Um, it's going around. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> so aside from the that stuff and the seasonal allergies, yeah, just pretty much work, whatnot. Did Did you watch the 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 finale of the the games? And oh the yeah, yeah, I did watch finale Game of Thrones, and it was. This is how I described the finale. Okay. The finale of Game of Thrones is like a hearty bowl of chicken soup when you're hungry. It's not a filet mignon at a four star restaurant, and it's not the dollar menu at White Castle. It gets the job done. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And that's what the finale did. It got the job done. Fair enough. 
So it's not what everybody wanted, and of course the petitions are out there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, I, I mean the the petition to reshoot episode eight. No, that's not happening. Works so well. The petition to you know any just fill in the blank always works. Um, as someone who has been a petition starter, uh, I, I I will say that they can be fruitless, but I'm not going to poo poo them outright because you know. You do need to. They're, they're symbolic. They get they get a point across. I, I don't anticipate actual change out of them, but they are a, they are a symbolic gesture of hey, this many people think this is not not cool. I I wonder, I wonder in a world where they reveal a logo before they print the jerseys, if your petition would have been successful. No, no, these things are all though. <laughs> This is this is getting into some ancient history that I'm not really have, I really really don't want to discuss. But uh, things like that are so far in the pipeline that by the time the public knows about it, it's already too late. Yeah, so. that's why like Sonic's design. I think like <laughs> they're gonna fix it, but it's not gonna be like 100 percent fixed. It's gonna yeah. be like it's it's gonna be the bare minimum for because the pipeline is probably yeah they're too far down the rabbit hole to to, to like full sale change it. Yep. Not that I care about Sonic's design at all. The action figures are going to look weird. <coughs> eh, it's only Sonic. Yeah. So, all right. So that was our weeks. Um, dear listeners. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. This is it. No, you can't. I don't care. <laughs> um, like, yeah, you can follow us. You can still email us. Hey, go nuts, um, man. I mean. We'll still be on the social media. Yeah, so, we'll still you know. be out there. I don't know. Uh, quite when we will get to it, but we'll just respond directly to you for tradition. Sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know what? I I got news for you. If you haven't found us already, you're not going to find us. There you go. Time, See, so. yeah. So uh, that being said, we do have some emails. I like emails to get to. Starting off, uh, first one we actually have a Facebook post. Okay. From Mr. Adam Malone. Yes. How come the show went strong after Carl had a baby, but Drew has one, and now all of a sudden it's not a priority? Huh? What am I supposed to do now? Um, anything else. <laughs> uh, to, here's the thing. I think William was literally like one year old when we started the show, wasn't he? I don't know. God, when did we start? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, you ruminate. I'm going to... Well, it's just a matter of, okay, one, one baby, we're still... Like, if, if I'm a picture, picture a teeter-totter. No, that's a bad example. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Picture a, 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 a... Two just throws things out of whack, man. <laughs> one kid, yeah, we can get by. Two kids, oh, now both of us have a lot of baggage. I, I, think, I think it was more... At the time the show started, yeah, I had I had a kid. You didn't have a kid, um, and we just ultimately just boils down to we both didn't have as much on our plates as we do now. It's not just the kid; it's it's kind of everything. Well, the kid certainly doesn't help. <laughs> it's well, just a it's a it's a it's one more obstacle to work around to get this done, and it just. You know, unfortunately, uh, life uh, finds a way. Finds and, a way. You know, that's just how it goes, man. 
So the first episode of Devil's Due premiered July fourth, two thousand sixteen. Hmm. Yeah. I don't remember much about two thousand sixteen. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, it's terrible. So, so yeah, Adam, there Life there are plenty strange. of plenty of other podcasts out there. There's, there's a zillion podcasts out there. At some point, we will be back. We're just not sure what form we will take. We're kind of like Gozer. <laughs> uh, so, I'm, I'm not coming back as Jad Groover. This is not happening. Uh, thank you for your question, Adam. Next, moving on to another Adam. Uh, this has come from uh, Adam, who is frequent show contributor. Uh, fellas, it's been a fun, fun ride. I am excited to continue to see what the future will reveal for both of you, but I think it would be cool to hear what you have learned most from this experience. Mm. Would you do anything different if you could do it over again? (laughs) What is your favorite moment from recording? Any reflection stuff would be cool for us to hear. Thanks for being my nerd Sherpa. For the last couple of years, Excelsior, Adam sent from his iPhone. Um, I learned I didn't have to swear as much as I thought I did on a See? podcast. <laughs> Although, you know, every once in a while, I, I want to. I want to. I helped you expand your vocabulary. Well, or condense it. <laughs> <laughs> I forced you to find new words to. Yes. 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 Replace the other ones with. Um, I learned, I think, I'm not sure, like, learned, I mean, I definitely learned that I enjoy doing this, but there's a season for it. I mean, obviously, if the show had kind of taken off in a different direction, you know, we would probably still be going, but right now, just kind of as it is, we... Like we said uh, a couple weeks ago, we feel the show's just kind of set everything it has to say. And there's no more Daredevil coming, so there's no, there's no more. I mean, obviously, we could just talk comics, but let's be honest, people folks, don't read comics. We, we haven't talked a lot of Daredevil comics before. Why start now? Although the past couple issues have been really good. I have all the faith in the world in that creative team. So you know, when, yeah. I, when I get around to the read pile, um, I look forward to them. <laughs> Uh, would we do anything different if we went back and did it over again? Nah, no. Nah, I think we're. I, I'm, yeah. I'm satisfied. Yeah, I'm pretty happy. Um, favorite moments from recording. Uh, We've had some great guests on the show. We have Ron Garney was a lot yes, of fun. That was great. Uh, Dan Larson, two times he's been on. Both times with Dan Larson were great. Yeah, Dan. Dan might be my favorite. <laughs> He's I, a great guy. I'm not going to lie. It was great having like Krabbick on to talk X-Wing and you were just kind of over in the corner. Not really I got doing. to interview uh, my my beer idol um, for this show. Yeah. It wasn't exactly like for the show, but I, I put it on the show. Yeah. That's, I used the show as an excuse to talk to the guy. <laughs> we, we made no <laughs> apologies awesome. about our passions no. early on. No. And that's uh, I think that's one thing we did well was... Yeah, Daredevil's kind of the hook, but you get so much more. Or you got so much more. Yeah. Um, you got value for that free download. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> hmm. 
Kevin Smith was fun. That was fun. That was fun. Um, any regrets of guests we couldn't get? We uh, can we? Uh, yeah. I always wanted to get Mark Bernard. Yeah, Mark. Mark Huey. I, I mean, but I mean, I tried. He's kind of, of in demand. Yeah. Um, I don't know that we reached out to many. Uh, did we ever reach out to like any writers? I think we did, and everyone kind of shot us down. Mister Sule said. No, thank you. Okay. Well, you know, it's okay because that's what I kind of thought of as a run. Oh. Oh, shots fired. Sick burn. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, regrets? Nah. Nah. Yeah. No regrets on this show. Yep. All right. Adam, thanks very much for your email. Now on to our, our friend from downstate, Mr. Emmanuel Marin from Staten Island. Although all good things must come to an end, it doesn't mean we have to like it. You made my long commutes home much more bearable over the past couple of years. No questions here. Just wanted to say thanks for giving us great content and something to look forward to each week. While we'll enjoy the occasional one-offs, the weekly visit will be missed. Lifting a cold one to the both of you. Well, thank you. Um, although it needs to be said, and I've said it before, but not in context with us, but it applies now. Just remember, you can't you you can't miss us if we don't go away. Fair. So Fair. sure, it's goodbye for now. But when we do come back, you'll be like, "Aw, I missed you," and you'll just yeah the warm fuzzies. Yeah, yeah. And now on to our two most frequent contributors, the the two gentlemen who have been the backbone of the listener question segment from the beginning have supported us like crazy and we can't thank them enough. Uh, no funny monikers here. Just uh, Mr. Jay Gelsomino, Mr. Alan Waiters. Ah, yes. Starting with Jay. The, the Jay and Alan of, of the Devil's Do. The Jay and Alan of the Devil's Do. <laughs> the Jalen. Wow. All right. Starting with Mr. J. Gelsomino, Carl and Drew, why do deaths come in threes? Mm. Endgame, Game of Thrones, and now Devils Do. I can't take much more change in my life right now. Not so much a question, just a comment. True. Bah. <laughs> what are your top five shows you guys have done? Dude, do you think I know that? <laughs> uh... <laughs> I think we kind of recapped some of them already. Like the, the no, I think um, the interview stuff we the did. The two Dan cool. Larsons. I was really proud of our toxic fandom episode. Okay, and our our social our comics role in social justice episode. Uh, those four in the probably the the Ron Garney episode. Okay, in no particular order. Uh, so. I'll I'll go with that for you. I sure. <laughs> Carl, is this what it sounds like when doves cry? <laughs> no, Jay. This is what it sounds like when doves cry. Eee. Eee. I I see. Eee. Has science proven that doves can cry? Eee. I'm gonna say no. Eee. All right, this is just getting creepy now. Eee. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All bets are off in the final episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to get real weird. Now on to Mr. Alan Waiters. Drew and Carl, I've enjoyed listening to you guys read and answer my questions. With that said, I will miss you while you're soul-searching, but looking forward to game nights. Oh, that's sweet. Alan still seems he's going to be invited to game nights. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Savage. Oh. It all comes out now. <laughs> Carl and Drew, what <laughs> series finale disappointed you the most? Oh, this is a great question. There's so many. There's so many. There's so many. But you said, which one disappointed you the most? Oh, man. All right. So I I just want to, like, I, I don't know if I've said it on this show before, but it's been, with Game of Thrones coming to an end, again, I didn't watch it, but... I see that I see a lot of people are disappointed and, and I just I remind everyone that my experience in watching a lot of television I, I mean I, I don't watch a ton but like genre shows obviously if they're popular enough I'll watch them and enjoy them my experience with shows TV shows is often more often than not I would say probably 90% of the time they do not stick the landing I think the ones that stick the landing are the exception to the rule if they do, then they have they've performed. Th- th- then thumbs up, great job. You are enshrined in on the Mount Rushmore of shows because you you nailed it. Most shows do not do that. Is it just me or is it more often than not sitcoms will stick the landing? Uh, yeah, yeah, but then there's Seinfeld, I which watch Seinfeld. So Seinfeld was a brilliant show that ended really dumb. And you could argue it was fitting, but it was dumb. (laughs) It was definitely not the ending the show deserved. Uh, So I can't necessarily say that with certainty. Um, But, you know, there's there's the the only like I'm to the best of my. The whole last season of like The Office was kind of. But the last three episodes were great. They like they. So I would argue that The Office nailed the ending. Um, Like. The only shows I can think of off the top of my head that you, if you were to ask me without hesitation, I would tell you nailed the ending, absolutely stuck the landing. Uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. Yes. And Breaking Bad. And like hats off to, to Breaking Bad especially because it was a prestige television show in the era of prestige television. And there was probably a lot of pressure for them because it was a very popular show to really you know, bring it home. And they brought it home. And it was great. Yeah. And if you're looking for any like disappointment in that, you're looking too hard. That like that it absolutely nailed it. Meanwhile, oh, the ones that just did not. Oh. <laughs> All right, I got three. Okay. And it's arguable which one is the worst. All right. Actually, no, it's Oh, it's tough. Okay. The three are, okay. In no particular order. So you can't do a top five list, but you can do a top three. I list. can tell you the three shows that okay. definitely disappointed me most in their endings. Okay, number one. Th- this is no no numbers. Yeah, yeah. Lost. Yep. Battlestar Galactica. Okay. And Dexter. Okay. Terrible, terrible, terrible endings. Which one's the worst, though? Mm. Now here, I'm going to... I've only seen one of those okay. three. I will, for the sake of, <sighs> this is really difficult. I'm going to be charitable to Lost here. Because even though the ending was dumb and terrible and, and 
solved nothing. They at least steered into sentiment and, you know, hey, the gang's all here, yada, yep. yada. All right, f- fine. So that leaves Dexter and Battlestar Galactica. I would argue both of these shows started off great and then lost their footing. Uh, Dexter had seasons of greatness and then seasons of not greatness. Battlestar had a couple of the first two seasons, maybe three, were great. But when it fell off, it never really recovered, and it ended with a limp. And I mean a real limp that, in my opinion, undercut and sold out the whole concept of the show. Having said that, Dexter's ending really, really butchered and was downright mean to one of its principal characters, that being Deborah. Deborah, uh, I, I, I thought it was a ba- it was borderline character assassination, and I and I I thought it stunk out loud when it happened. Um, and then it, Dexter becomes a lumberjack in the end. Like you know, they think he's dead, he's and then they cut. He's okay, right? Like yeah, oh, he he goes off into the into the water, going towards a hurricane. Hard cut. Next thing you know, you're in, a, you're in a shed in the woods, and there's Dexter with a fake beard on, and a and I swear to God, a red plaid shirt. Like in case we weren't sure that he was a lumberjack. Alrighty. So I'm gonna go Dexter. That 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 was just terrible. Terrible ending. Absolutely <coughs> terrible. I think um, I'm gonna put Lost in there. Yes. Yeah. Not great. No. I'm probably gonna catch hell from my wife for that one. No, it's then. terrible. You gotta there's go. No, there's no defending it. Yeah, it's it's not great. Um, the other one that was a real big letdown for me because I had put in the time on the show, like Lost. I was a Johnny Come Lately. That's fine. So was I. Um, Smallville. Okay, was real big letdown because they had done pretty much like when the show started. The mantra of the show was no flights, no tights. Yes, and as the show went on. Like, there's only so far you can go with that. And then it just kind of started to become its own thing. At one point, you stop trying to reconcile it with the source material and just let it be its own thing. Yeah. And when I stopped trying to reconcile it with the source material and just let it be its own thing, I had a lot of fun with it. It was really enjoyable. Um, But it's all, like, building to seeing him in the suit. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, it, in the end, there's, like, you know, dark sides coming and, you know, he's, you know, apocalypse is coming to Earth and you see these two glowing eyes in the sky and and then you see him pull open the shirt and there's the emblem, but then just, like, a blue streak just flies away. I'm like, what? Yeah. I mean, Gotham, for as bad as it was... At least gave you a Batman at the end. It it did. I didn't see it, but they they did. And yeah, so that was like that finale got buried under like Endgame, didn't it? Like, well, pretty much. Like I didn't hear anything about it. It like I, I know it ended, but like I think it got something something else happened like the same day that just completely undercut anybody talking about it at all. Yeah, I mean, it's just well, I mean, no one's really talking about that show to begin with. So it's fair. That's fair. Um. So yeah, 
Yeah, Endgame. It's it's funny because I was talking to some friends of mine who were disappointed in the the Game of Thrones ending. I'm like, how much of your disappointment is veiled by the fact that Endgame exists? And they're like, it is a factor. I mean, look, as we've seen, Marvel uh, is one of the exceptions to the rule. Yes. And honestly, even though it's an ending, it doesn't. It's not really an ending. Yeah. This is all going to keep rolling. Yeah. <laughs> There's money to be made. Um, okay. So, Carl, what philosophy do you prefer? Strike first, strike hard? <laughs> or defense wins championships? <laughs> I like this. Um, it's a Cobra Kai question, Carl. I know it's a Cobra Kai okay. question. Just being sure. He put in parentheses... Cobra Kai. Gotcha. Um, I. It's all about Hawk. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> I subscribe to the philosophy of Ryu. Um, constantly striving to better myself and always pitting myself against people better than me in order to grow. Okay. But. Don't so, so attack that, out of anger. All right. <coughs> in the words of Harold Ramis in Stripes, never hit a man in anger unless you're absolutely sure you can get away with it. <laughs> um, then he says, as an avid Game of Thrones fan, which character do you relate to the most? Um, none of them. Mm. Because they're... Yeah, none of them. I mean... There are some really great characters in there, but like characters I can like, you know, see myself relating to the most is well. You know what? Probably Samwell. Probably Samwell Tarly, because he always tries to find the best in people, and I try to do that as well. Did he and, die? No, he did not. Die. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, good. So yeah, actually, like one person died in the finale. Okay. And that was it. That's fine. So sure. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. People die on that Every, show. A everybody lot. was expecting like death raining from the ceiling, so I was just like, "It's probably not going to be that." And none of you are going to be happy with it. And look at that! I was right. Yeah. Oh wow! Called it. Uh, okay, Drew. Hey, do you think it's too late for sequels? If it takes more than 10 years, like the upcoming Napoleon mm. Dynamite sequel and Bad Boy sequel. Yeah. Is there a shelf life on when you should do a sequel? Let's let's put it this way. There is... Well, yes, but no. There's a shelf life. There's There's an immediate shelf life where... You got to strike when the iron's hot, yeah. right? And if I you, think kind of three years is your window. Three to five, we'll call it. Yeah. If you don't, okay, well then it's too late. But if you wait long enough, suddenly you re-enter the pop cultural lexicon somehow, then maybe you got to do it. Yeah. It's I, And this is not something you can control. Sometimes it just happens. Yeah. And if it, you know, it kind of, you, you go in phases where it's like, maybe you're very much of a time, 
then times change, but because you don't change necessarily, like suddenly you come back into fashion all over again just by being what you are. So over a long enough timeline, no, it's not necessarily too late. I mean, you know, what, it takes 30 years for that Tron sequel, and was it a great movie? No, but am I happy it exists? Yeah, yeah, I got a new Tron movie. Got the dude. I mean, they're (laughs) they're definitely... There are definitely sequels that you can tell probably should have waited a little longer that were forced. Mm-hmm. Matrix Reloaded, Matrix oh, Revelations, yeah. looking at you. Yeah. Um, Revolutions. Revolutions. Revelations is going to be the new one. Watch. Oh, geez. Um, that movie's 20 years old this year. The Matrix? Yeah. I know. 20 I know. years old. I still remember seeing it in the theater. So do I. Like it was yesterday. Yep. Oh, God. 20. I'm old. I'm, I'm elderly. Older. Just kick, just throw dirt on me, Carl. <laughs> uh, Drew. Yes. Is your spirit animal Hawk? <laughs> I think it's definitely Mike, Mike Book's spirit animal. Um, I do love me some Hawk, but, but I don't think he's my spirit animal. Okay. I have a general Hawk. Um, no, he's too much of a goody two shoes. What about T Hawk from Street Fighter? I don't know enough about T Hawk from Street Fighter. Is he is he like a good dude or is yeah, he? Yeah, he's a good guy. All right. Yeah, no, not really. No. No. If you if you had a spirit animal, yes, would it have Johnny Cash's voice? Find your soulmate, Homer. Whoa. Um. Yes. Okay. Why not? Yeah. You could do worse than Johnny Cash. They yeah, could. Could. Could be like Andy Dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there you go. So yeah. Everyone, as always, thank you for the support and the questions. We appreciate it. They make us laugh. They do. And think sometimes. Yes. Now on to the final box of case files we're going to go through. Drew, over the course of this show, yes, we have had 62. You've counted? Directors for The Flash. <laughs> it's not wrong. It's accurate. We have had... 48 different writers on The Flash. Yeah. Carry the one. Yeah. Yeah. Now we have our second Batman. Possibly. Oh, oh okay. Who was the first? Uh, ben Affleck. Oh, he was already cast when we started the show. No, he was not. Yeah, he nope. was. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, he was because I did an Omni Comics podcast episode about Batfleck. Are you sure? Because yeah. I remember it must have been an episode that I, I was I, on. I remember because I remember getting a text from Jay. You must have. We must have had you guessed on it because I must have been guessing on it because, like, I remember getting a text from Jay that he was cast, and I was like, "What? What?" Yeah, I. I that was that was. He was already in place when we started okay. doing this. But that said, I defended him. I I still think he's a good yeah, Batman he, in a bad movie. Yeah, he is. Nothing wrong with Ben Affleck as, as Batman. So, 
it's now widely reported that the new Batman for Matt Reeves, the Batman. Yes. As opposed to a Batman. Or some Batman. Or uh, in French, Le Batman. Le Batman. Not to be confused with Le Batman, who is a beer mascot. True. Or Los Batman. Oh, that's plural Batman. I, I don't speak Japanese. So Wow. Okay. Uh, it was reported that most likely your next Batman is going to be Robert Pattinson. Okay. Of Twilight fame. I didn't see him. The petitions are out already. People well, thought Michael Keaton was going to stink. Spoilers. Yeah. No one ever likes who when cast. When you are cast as Batman, nobody likes you. Yeah. Until the movie comes out, then everyone's like, oh, he was okay. Yeah. Unless you're George Clooney. Eh, George George was a good Batman in a bad movie. Uh, he could have been a great He could Batman. have been. He could have been. I, yes. Yes. In, in another world with another director and another script, Clooney could have made a good Batman. And, and not an H.R. Geiger designed Batmobile. No, we saw that. Oh, that God, no. I, I had seen that before, but that made the rounds again this, this week for some reason. Yeah, folks, you want to see something? They want, you want to see a bullet dodge? I mean, look. No, Drew, no. No, 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 no. I'm not going to defend the design. All, all I'm going to say is they asked H.R. Geiger for a Batmobile design. What did they expect? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> like, <coughs> just be thankful it wasn't more phallic. Yeah. It, and, it, and it is kind of phallic. It literally looks like two wishbones tied together. Yeah, more or less. So, yeah. Um, I have no opinion. I, I'll say I don't. I have never seen the Twilight movies because I'm not a, a, a little girl. Um, so I have no real opinion of the guy. Yeah. All I know for sure is like he has a very intense looking face. Like he looks he looks very distinct. Yeah. And you, you know what? Want that. That's kind of what you need yeah. in a Batman Bruce Wayne type guy. So and I like, get it. The dude's an actor. He plays different roles. Acting. Yeah. It, it Like, give him a shot. Who knows? I mean, Matt Reeves knows, knows how to make a movie. Yep. So if he's on board with this, I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. He made those Planet of the Ace movies, and those are amazing. So... Let's see where it goes. Everyone crapped on Heath Ledger as the Joker. Everyone crapped on uh, uh, Michael Keaton as Batman. And to a lot of people, to a generation, Michael Keaton is Batman. Yeah. So, you know, it just goes to show. Let's see how it goes. It, it's it's. I, I doubt very much that they are going to hot shot this role to a guy who it can't pull it off. Yeah. It's Batman. Like. It, it's going to be okay. And in the Batman adjacent news, it is rumored that the villains of the film will be Penguin and Catwoman. Okay. Uh, will the Penguin be running for mayor? Let's hope not. Let's hope he goes with the more modern interpretation of the Penguin, that of like crime boss. Crime bosses can run for mayor. Crime bosses can... Yeah, they can run for mayor. Will it be set at Christmas? For reasons. <laughs> for reasons. Um, you don't. We don't know. Mm. Um, Will it have a happy meal? 
Will it have a Happy Meal? <laughs> uh, w- will it have penguins with rocket launchers attached to their backs? You know, I am disappointed those have not been a feature of the Buffalo Zoo. Okay. Just saying. Um, will Catwoman's origin be uh, that she was thrown out of a window and then, like, licked by cats? I'm sure they were radioactive cats. Ah, that explains it. Yes. Okay. Is Christopher Walken involved in any way? One can hope. I mean, you tell me Walken's in it, then suddenly, like, this is like a fever dream come come to life. Telling you, man, like, maybe not so much now, but like 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. He would have been in dynamite joker in a dark knight returns movie oh i don't i don't oh i don't know i don't, I don't know about that batman <laughs> darling uh, batman uh she's <laughs> no i can't I, I can't do a walking uh i want willem defoe to be the joker at some point Okay, little little on the nose. That's why I want it. Just I know it's I, I know think, it's obvious, but that's why yeah. it's, sometimes the obvious call is the right one. Yeah, yeah. Look at that guy's grin. Yeah, tell me you can't picture that he, with, he, with he white. Would probably and, make a good Dark Knight Returns Joker. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Okay. Glad we're on the same page. Yep. So. Moving away from the the DC dumpster fire, it's it. I mean, is it still that at this point? No, it's not. To be fair, it is no longer a dumpster fire because now they're just kind of going off, telling stories, throwing stuff against the wall, see what sticks. It's the, the trash has been taken out. It's yeah. it's you know it's something else now. Took our last episode to admit it wasn't a dumpster fire. Well, no, it, it has been. Oh, it has been. But I mean, I think they have enough under their belt now, yeah. where it's kind of like, all right, well, they're 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 doing something. Else. Although, there's still time to to screw all this up. Of course, of they'll, course. they'll find a way. I, so, I have all the faith in the world that they'll find a way to screw it up. Yes. So moving on to things that we eagerly anticipate, mm. uh, we got some details. This week on the Falcon and Winter Soldier series coming to Disney Plus. Yes. It's coming in August 2020. Uh, that's, you know, like it or not, going to be here before you know it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. So we're. Going, and. And. Didn't we get some new casting news yeah, on it, too? We, we have some returning cast members. Oh. We have. Emily Van Camp returning as the young Adrian Carter. Uh, as in Sharon Carter. Not Peggy Carter. Right. Right. So Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter's coming back. Uh, Zemo is yes. coming back. Yes. That gives me... Daniel Bruhl. Yes. See, that gives me... A, that that You have my attention now. <laughs> well, they had our attention. Because, number one... I like that actor from Inglorious Bastards, and I thought Zemo was a very compelling villain in Civil War. He was great. Um, he's not the Zemo we know, knew, I should say, but here he comes. If, the, if he's going to be on this this show, just give the guy a purple mask, and we'll call it. We'll call it even. He might as well be Baron Zemo at that point. Yeah. Um, and it has been confirmed that 
Uh, Falcon will wield the shield. So, nitpick. Yes. I get why they wouldn't do it, but at this point, can't you just can't you just call it Captain America and the Winter Soldier? That do we have to do we have to. Does he have to go by Falcon? At this point, don't we know that he is Captain America? Or, he is wielding or, the shield. That does not mean he has taken on the mantle. Okay, that's fair. Yet. Okay. Yet. This might be... It's going to be six episodes. Okay. Perfect. That's all? Great. Okay. What, did, really? I mean... We've spent the past almost three years complaining about the length of these Netflix series. That's Netflix. This is Disney. I think six will be good. Okay. Plus, you got to right. figure these guys are making movie star back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fair enough. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm I'm for it. It's, it sounds cool. It sounds like there's going to be some uh, some shield shenanigans, some spy shenanigans with uh, Sharon Carter. Um, I'm I'm all yeah I'm all about I'm all about this. Let's go. I kind of wanted them to do like a hard traveling hero storyline. They maybe they are. Hopefully. Then again, with six episodes, I mean, how much traveling can they really do? That's true. So they're probably going to have some kind of uh, overarching conspiracy plot with Zemo orchestrating it. Um, Shield's going to be involved to some degree. And uh, yeah, hey, cool. Let's do it. Yep. And on uh, last note, uh, New Coke's coming back. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter at all. Hey, do you hear uh, Dan Aykroyd said he's got a script for a uh, Ghostbusters prequel? Yeah, I heard that 20 years ago. He, he he came out today and said he wrote like a he's got a script that he handed in that's like the Ghostbusters in high school, like how they met and how they became like you know interested in the paranormal and whatnot. I, I do we need that? No, 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 no. Like no. if they saw ghosts before Ghostbusters, it kind of undercuts the point of Ghostbusters. Yeah, does it not? Yeah. And then there's the whole issue of like. Well, seeing as Winston didn't join the team until, like, you know, the movie, the, the last act of the movie, they'd really have to work hard to include him in a prequel show, wouldn't you think? Yeah. Yeah. I love Dan Aykroyd. Like, he's a, he's a nut job. Mm-hmm. But he's a passionate nut job. He is. And I, I can't knock him for that. God bless the, him. The man loves him, his, his Ghostbusters. And you know what? There's, that's, that's nice. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good for him. I don't know. I, I I still, if they can ever rekindle the magic of the first Ghostbusters movie in any way, I would be for it. It it really is a, it's a great, it's a great movie that's really rich with possibilities. Yeah. That they never fully figured out a way to exploit, exploit the wrong way, but to, to, you know what? Honestly, that's not necessarily true. The real Ghostbusters cartoon for a kid was like the perfect yep. uh, expansion, even though they didn't look the same, it, but they but it was the same. You know what I mean? Like it, they were those people yeah. and they they took the concepts that the movie kind of set up and ran with it in all different directions. And sure, it was a kid's cartoon, but conceptually it was there. <laughs> if they ever wanted to like go madcap full tilt into that in a, in a you know episodic TV show or like another movie where it's in that universe and that stuff like... I'd be for it. I like. I just. I like Ghostbusters, man. I think if you were to tell me that we're getting another Ghostbusters movie, we and are. It's like a, a Dan Aykroyd oh, led. No, no. 
team of new Ghostbusters, I'd be like, okay, sure, great. Yeah. He could be like the Alfred. Yeah. I think that... That's probably what you're getting, by the way. If if you try to do... Bring back, like, Ernie Hudson and Bill Murray and try to recapture... No, it's, that too, it's far too late. It's they tried. Without Harold Ramis. Oh, yeah, no. There's... There's such like an important part without like, and that's that's just not Harold Ramis. That's any one of them. Sure, it do, it doesn't work without all of them because their characters were all so defined. Like they were all they yeah. all they all had a role to play. Egon was the full tilt, you know, scientist nerd, right? Yeah, Ray was more. Of the Ray was pl- like the mad scientist. He's the plucky yeah. scientist nerd, and also very naive. And uh, open to inter- suggestion by the con man slash charming, uh, um, the the charming jerk Peter Venkman. Yeah, and then Winston was the everyman. It kept w- who, Winston who, was the blue collar guy. Yeah, was like, can, like, can yeah. you believe this is happening? Like, where do I fit into this? I don't know, but I'm doing my job. Yeah, cool. Give my paycheck. All right, that does it for the news. Does it? Nothing else? Okay, sure. And nothing I can think of. All right, I'm okay. What do you want? The ride's got to stop sometime. I guess so, man. All right. All right. So, folks, one last time. Let's. uh... What was that? It's it's a paper wrapper, but it's paper. Okay. That's fine. (laughs) Rustle the papers. Let's break out the notes for our final trip to Hell's Kitchen. (laughs) Uh, Hopefully not forever, but certainly for... This version of Daredevil. Until Disney Plus picks it up. Oh, God. (laughs) Episode 13. I didn't even write down the name of the episode. Do you have it? I do not. Show prep. Hasn't gotten better in almost three years. All right, Drew. This is the, uh, the season finale here. And there's... There's not... A ton. I mean, it seems like there's a lot going on in this episode, but not really, because it's all just kind of a mad dash to the climactic fight scene. Would you say we're in the end game now? <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, yeah, Matt hits the streets, and he also hits faces. Yes, lots of, <laughs> lots of faces. Um, it, it, it's not pretty. Matt's going full tilt. Uh, foggy. Uh, so go on. So Matt's and um, Matt. Though God, the word is not in my head anymore. Interrogating. Yes. Thank you, brain. Forcefully. Um, the word Matt is interrogating. What's the guy's name? Uh, like the new Wesley. Uh, the new Wesley. Yeah, he's interrogating him, and <laughs> the guy says like. Whatever you do to me could not be worse from what he will do to me if I talk. Apparently, unless it's drop him off a building with a rope tied to his leg, because that changes his tune very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's more the fear factor of... Yeah, know. I mean, I get that, but at the same time, I'm just like... Eh. I don't know. The only thing in this episode I really bumped up against but that was criminals are a cowardly and superstitious lot, Carl. Superstitious and cowardly lot. What? Whatever. There's a proper order to it. Oh, hey, did you hear uh, what what lies beyond the source wall? 
What? Do you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Okay, so like in DC Comics, there's yeah, like yeah. the source wall that it's bounds like, like the whole... There's all the universes, and then there's the source wall around that. Yeah. Do you know what's beyond the source wall? Dr. Manhattan. No. Grant Morrison uh, would never stoop that low. What? It's better. Like... Uh, all you could eat Arby's buffet. Oh God, no, that's <laughs> terrible. Uh, no, Grant Morrison told Scott Snyder, um, "Beyond the Source Wall, yeah, is the Marvel Universe." <laughs> that's incredible. Oh, Grant, <laughs> that's amazing. I mean, it's not canon, but yeah, I yeah. but but I like it. I like it. Okay, they've crossed over. It's happened. They have. All right, so Fisk is getting married. Yes. He's very happy that he's getting married, even though he still sees himself as the, the small boy who collapsed his father's head with a hammer. Mm. Well, <laughs> he already loved her before. He, yeah. has, he must love her more now that he knows that she's full tilt evil, too. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. Um. So... Nadim gets a little redemption. A little bit. But it doesn't seem like it's going to be that way first because he gets framed for killing Wynn, the guy who at the boss's house. Yeah. But swerve. Yeah. He he makes the confession video that, that saves everybody, basically. Yep. And we see Foggy in this episode still being like, the beacon of hope and always the one who still wants to try and to stop Matt from doing what he wants to do. And this video gives him that opportunity because it's the silver bullet. It's like the in because as they describe it, uh, death confession is totally admissible and it's not something that can be disputed. Um, let's see. Go on my notes here. Matt also is uh pays a call to uh, our buddy Dex. Yes, says he wants his suit back. I really wish we would have seen him in the suit at the end of this episode. Yeah, there, there, there's definitely uh some bittersweetness there that we don't. Yeah. Um, but that I mean, actually, it's twofold, but it's. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. So Matt kind of realizes that, you know, the best way to neutralize Dex is to give him something else to focus on. And he does that by guiding Dex to where Julie's body is kept. Yep. Um, That kind of sets him off quite a bit. Um, Our buddy Ellison sees the video as well. So he's on the case. Um. So like Dex puts the suit on, but he brings the bodies. Yeah, he's he's crazy. That's uh, that's a little. My my note says that's not weird. <laughs> that's not weird. Much. You can hear my dripping sarcasm there. <coughs> um, the video goes viral very quickly at the wedding. Yeah, that's convenient. I mean, when you think about it, something like that would probably hit pretty quick. I I suppose so. It's just a little convenient. It's kind yeah. of. It's like. Uh, well, the way they this the way they structured the scene was good. And sure, how, sure, like, sure. Everybody is recording them and whatnot, and they finally have everything they want, and it lasts for like five seconds. 
Yes. And it, then the video hits, and then people just start bailing. It, it yeah, it's it's a little convenient. It's like you know when you take out the control ship, all the droids are useless. Yeah. Or when they, you know, you nuke the mothership and all the Chitauri die. Yeah. Love you, Avengers. Love you. But you're pulling plot points out of episode one, and I can't let that slide without <laughs> without comment. But you did have the Hulk scene smashing Loki around, so I got to give you, I got to give you a little leeway. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> I digress. What was our first Marvel movie we reviewed? Uh, was it Doctor Strange? May have been. May have been. Don't quote me on that. Okay. I can look. I really think it might have been Doctor Strange. You talk, I'll look. Okay, so... And there's there's like a lot of... Again, there's a lot of kind of fluff going on in this episode, but it's all a rapid <laughs> dash to... Wasn't our first movie. But no, it was our first, our first movie MCU was movie. Force Awakens, wasn't no. it? No. Oh, God. What was our first movie? The Trial of the Incredible Hulk. Oh. That was a great episode. That was a lot of fun. That was episode 14. Wow. That I was thought that awesome. Was a lot later. Nope. That was early on, son. What was it? Was our first like theater movie then? The first theater movie we did was Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange came out before Force Awakens? Uh, we didn't do Force Awakens. We I could have sworn we did Force Awakens. Uh, no, we no, did. No, we started in sixteen. And Force Awakens came out in fifteen. We did Rogue One. Yeah, we did Rogue One, and uh, we did. Um. Wow, Guardians Volume Two. We did Spider Man Homecoming. Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Age of Ultron? The Crow. That's not necessarily Marvel, of course. Um, no, we didn't do Age of Ultron. We did Justice League. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Is it for different reasons? That was, a, that was a thing that happened. Black Panther. Yeah. Um, Infinity War. Solo. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, And then I don't think... Probably Endgame. Then I think Endgame. Let's see. Uh, that looks about right. Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah, that's right. I feel like a jerk now. Endgame. Yeah. There you go. Nice Movie one. reviews. Strong in phase three. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. Uh, now we've got all kinds of stuff. So uh, Dex tries to kill Vanessa. Matt saves her. Yes. She's like we, it's it's now full on Matt versus Fisk versus Dex. Yeah, it's it. There's a lot it's of fatal three way match going. There's a lot on. going on here. Yes, um, Matt. Matt, you know, takes care of business, <coughs> and he also threatens Vanessa, right? Doesn't he? Well, yeah. I mean, the we get to like the emotional peak of this episode, which is the moment comes when Matt. Can kill Fisk. Yes. And Fisk wants him to kill him. But he doesn't. He does not. No. And it's he hates the fact that he cannot kill Fisk. Um he wants to be able to kill Fisk, but Matt is flawed. Matt is Matt makes poor decisions a lot of times, but at his core, the one thing he cannot get around is that he is a good man. And he knows that ultimately this is not 
the way for it to be done. Um, our buddy Dex gets severely wounded in this fight as well. Yeah, he gets baned. Yeah, that looked pretty painful. Yeah. Um, but the fight is over. Matt has won because, of course, he does. He's Daredevil. He wins. Uh, Matt goes back to church, makes peace with his mom. Yeah, that was that was really cool. And then we kind of get a nice uh, reunion of reunion proper of Nelson Murdoch and Paige. And Paige. Yes. There you go. And I think, oh, they give Jessica Jones a name drop as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Not, not as volatile as Jessica Jones. So. Um, and that, you'd say, is the end, but it's not. But it is, but it's not. Yeah, yeah, we get the... Then we get the stinger that, unfortunately, we will not get to see more of. We yeah. get the, the surgery scene where they are fixing Dex's spine. Yep. And uh, if you knew anything about anything, uh, that's a bullseye. They name dropped a doctor in that scene. I was. I want to ask you if you picked up on that. If that was one of significance. What was the name? I don't remember. Nope, I can't help you there. All right. Um. Yeah, I mean, really, it was it was a good. Oh, it's episode. I, I, it was a great this episode. Is this is this is the big the big fight like the big closeout shooting, shooting through it. Put it this way: uh, in terms of final episodes, this is this one is. This one gets the thumbs yeah, up. It it puts it closes it in a way that, as we would later find out, would be the final episode. Yeah. Um it wor- it works on both levels. It works as a season finale, but it also works as an unintentional series finale as well. It it does. Um except for the, you know, stinger. Well, <laughs> That left us wanting more. <laughs> Life goes on. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's this this show that we've talked about for the past three years is something that I don't think. I mean, Watchmen has the potential to equal this show. Uh, in because it's something that we haven't seen before, and I don't think we really will see again for a long time. Well, the difference, I think, is Watchmen is not adapting um, the source material. It's, yeah. it's continuing it. Whereas Daredevil, for me, was like a... Um, it was an opportunity for validation of the source material. Yeah. Because uh, the only prior, you know, real adaptation we got was the Ben Affleck movie, which is super flawed. Um, so I I looked forward to this show as being like the proof that no 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 i've read these comics for years yeah this is this is great stuff it shouldn't be to be defined by its one cinematic misfire and the show absolutely pro proved and and succeeded that it's it's it is that so where where would you like to have seen them go next what was like the secret 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 identity man Get out there and get the... out. Yeah, absolutely. I thought I thought they were going to do it this season, but they didn't. Yeah. Um. I mean, that, that's the obvious place to go. Absolutely. But didn't happen. What? Who do you think the next? I mean, Bullseye is great. Yes. But can he be a main? Oh, absolutely. Big bad like carry a season. Big uh... like Fisk level. 
that's the problem. Well, I wouldn't say it's the problem, but that's the thing with Daredevil is that Fisk is always he's always the lurking big yeah. bad, and Daredevil and I'm sorry, uh, Bullseye is always he's not the big bad, but he's definitely if if Kingpin is is the number one nemesis. Yeah, he's one A. Bullseye's one A. Yeah. He he's the he's the do yeah he's one A. Matt Matt versus Bullseye is is yeah and their 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 feud has spanned decades and there has been uh there has been deaths there have been many altercations and uh yeah that's just one of those things sorry that we don't get to see it again yeah i'm trying to think like where they could have really gone next obviously the the secret identity thing getting outed would have been big but what's like something that maybe not as widely known story that you could have seen them going? Um, you could have also done uh, the Shadowland. Ki- no, <laughs> no. Uh, the Kingpin of Hell's Kitchen, where Matt declares himself Kingpin of Hell's Kitchen. Good story. Okay. Yep. That was uh, actually after his identity got out. Um, there's. Part of the Bendis run, spoilers, is uh, the identity getting out, and then it kind of all builds and builds and builds, and eventually, um, at a certain point, Matt just decides, my identity's already known. I have nothing to lose anymore in this neighborhood. He tells all of the crime lords and whatnot in Hell's Kitchen, you want, you, you know, Fisk has already been dispatched. Fisk is in prison, or he's gone or something. So Matt just basically says, you know what? You guys need a kingpin so badly in your lives. You need to be told what to do so badly. I'm the kingpin of Hell's Kitchen now. And it works. He basically turns Hell's Kitchen into a utopia. (laughs) Briefly. Until, inevitably, it couldn't sustain itself. Okay. So he got all the criminals to be nice? Yeah. He kept them all in line. He defeated everyone else. I mean, anyone that was left was just there trying to pick up scraps. Yeah. And Matt effectively laid down the law once and for all and for, for all and says, there, there's, there's going to be no scraps to pick up. I'm in charge now. Hmm. All right. It's good stuff. I'll check it out. It's good stuff. Um, Anything more to say on our dear friend Matt Murdock? No. Thankfully, in comics, uh, he'll never die. So True. True. Did you... Like, how current are you with the, the books? I have not read the new series yet. At all? No. Dude. I know. Life. Dude. Life uh, finds a way. Yeah, even I find a way to read comics, man. I, I have not. My read pile is, is crippling. <laughs> crippling. So, yeah. All right. Uh, I think that's it, man. All right. Well, I think there's nothing left to do but turn out the lights, close up the shop. Fair enough. We'll, we'll we'll be back. We'll be back at some P- probably. Point. <laughs> <laughs> probably like Kurt in, Houghton. <laughs> probably in pog form. Um, I'll be back. We'll be back P- at some P- point. Probably. Like like we said, look for us uh, around time. Can far I borrow from a home, feeling? maybe far from home. Uh, but depending on how the first couple episodes of that Watchmen series goes, yeah, we'll see. Might come back for that. But for the most part, folks. Uh, we're kind of done here. It's It's been really fun. You know, it's something I've always wanted to do. And 
<laughs> I like the fact that we can that we've been able to do it and it's been satisfying enough that we can say you know okay it's time to kind of close up the shop without any serious regrets um it's been really great thank you to all of you who have listened um thank you to any of you who have ever been a guest on our show we appreciate you supporting us those of you like retweeted and shared our stuff we appreciate you we love you um yeah this has been great thanks for letting us you know steal some of your time and listening to two guys rant on about geek stuff it's been a lot of fun um sir any any closing thoughts um i'll i'll just second all of that and i'll say if you do want to keep up uh you know you you know where to find us on the social media so uh Carl's got his social stuff. Um, uh, you could probably find me most likely on uh, Instagram at the Long Cold Dark. Um, likewise, you want to give my band page uh, a like on Facebook. It's the Long Cold Dark. <coughs> um, and that that would mean a lot to me if he did that. So you know, hey, yeah, do be, that. Be in touch, y'all. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the Real Big Duty. It's a name that works on multiple levels. It's got layers. It's got layers like an onion. Um, yeah, our social media stuff will still be there. I'm not closing any of it down. Um, but yeah, that, uh, I think that's going to do it. All right. All right. We, well, we, we need, we need the law and order jung jung thing. It's gavel, right? It's, did we announce a gavel? Uh, I wouldn't. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's what I regret. We never got an actual gavel. We should have got a gavel. We should have gotten a gavel. That would have been cool. I'll just use this coffee cup. That well, okay. It's the table. It magnifies everything. <laughs> All right, folks. Thank you again so much. We appreciate you. We love you. Court.